This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, we made it to Friday, and it is a special one at that. We've got Julia in studio, and our favorite, our favorite guest host, Brittany, is in to hang out as well. Ooh, yeah, babies. Here. Gonna put bottles in y'all's mouths. <laughs> okay. I'm working on catchphrases. Are you? Yeah, bottles in people's mouths? Sure, why not? I just wanted to say something. Hmm. Welcome. Um, baby Margot is how old now? She's two and a half months. That's wild. Is that it? I know. It feels like this has been going on longer, longer than, than that. that. Yeah. I was pregnant with you guys, <laughs> and I complained so much. I'd like drop a pen and be like, well, that pen will never see the light of day again. Uh. Oh, my gosh. I, it really does feel like it's been longer. It does. I mean, I feel like, like, honestly, it feels like she was just born and also has always been here. It's one of those things. You know what I mean? Like Time goes fast and slow. All the same When you're raising time. children. But, and she's starting to smile now and lift oh. her little head up. You and- know what's so funny is like, what a difference that makes. Because it was before it was just like a bag of needs. Yeah. Like, I need milk. I need this. I need sleep. And <laughs> now she'll give me. Of needs. Now she'll give me a smile and I'll go, okay, I guess I'll take care of you forever. Like. How, that little smile. I don't even know if it's a real smile. No, that's all you need. It all could be gas. gas. It could be gas. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm fine with that. Like, whatever it is, it, it fuels me. I'm like, all right. She was doing that at like 3 a.m. the other night, just smiling. And Aww. I was like, you little demon. You are making mama love you even more. I was like, I want to go back to bed. And I was giggling because I was like, Shh, you know, Justin's sleeping. Like, right. it was my turn. And I was like, just quit smiling. And then I was laughing and she was laughing. I was like. All right, fine. All right. My favorite thing in the whole world. All right, I'm done talking about her. We're done. We're done with the baby talk. We don't need to talk Um, about her. uh, Well, it it makes us happy. It makes us happy that you're so happy, and she's a good baby. I mean, that's like big stuff. I mean, I think she's a good baby. She's the only infant I've ever hung out with, but like, she doesn't. She doesn't openly criticize me or like. (laughs) Just you wait. Just you wait. I want (laughs) to report back on something yesterday. Okay. Um, Lori did a study, a theory or a study of da, or I don't know which one it was, but about salt Uh and how if you don't use salt, how much longer you could live and all this (sighs) kind of stuff. I love salt. I know. It's not going to happen. We counted the salt shakers around here. And how many do you have in there, Grant? I have three in my possession. We had like five in yeah. here yesterday, One, and we two. and we left. Lori left this for Bradley. Did he find it? I don't know, but it's still sitting here. Hold the salt for a longer life, and she left it just tucked away because I'm on Lori's side in the studio <laughs> so today. How days. much? How much longer and of a life? So funny. Oh, it's okay. I. I didn't care because yeah. it was said it would stop from heart disease and stuff. You know, help you there because that's not my issue. You know, yeah, high yeah. blood pressure. 
But then I started talking about like the the other ones, like the ones that um, you know, that you worry about, like losing your mind. Okay, you know those. Those felt a little bit. So I just think maybe we should cut back just a little bit. I think they said ten years strokes. Strokes. Ten years. But my mom never used salt and had a stroke, so maybe that's all a lie. Who knows? Yeah, I love it when people use the one instant where it was like, Look, my, mom, my dad smoked and he's 180, and so you rationalize your decisions by it. I love that. And you're going to nursing school. Yes. So what happens in the second year of nursing school after you've learned all the terminology? Well, I had to buy scrubs. Oh, and I didn't know what size to get because, you know, I just had a baby. So I bought like five different sizes and they'll be coming in the mail. I love that you ordered five sizes. Because I didn't know. Did you get the kind with the happy faces on them? Or no, not? I can't. You have to Hot do. Pink? You have Concordia makes you do this grayish. Okay, because you're in training. Uh, so you'll be going around. Will you be working at hospitals? Or I'll do you clinicals. Work? Yeah, I'll do some clinicals, but not a lot. But I... You, I still, you still need to go see your doctor. Like I can't be your healthcare, Julia. Well, I, you, you we clearly saw that today. <laughs> <laughs> you still need to go. Just because I'm Damn in it. nursing school, you still have to invest oh in yourself. Oh my gosh! Oh, that bums me out that I still have to do it because I have all these aches. But um, this year, so you're going to do some clinicals, and you're going to yeah, I'll pretty much be Doogie Howser, right? Is that what you're looking for? Like, what do you? I just, I just like that. It's wild though. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what's cool. wild is like every semester I get nervous because they're they're like really cool. Most of them are female. They're these really cool girls who are like in their early twenties and they're just like beyond right so i was we were at the mall yesterday mom's like you need back to school clothes and i was like mom uh, mom hysterical. i gotta wait till i see what everyone else is wearing that's hysterical because like what shoes go with the scrubs i don't right do we wear tennies do we wear crocs do you wear dance clothes i don't know that's the thing some girls did wear crocs and that blew my mind like i thought if i oh, wore no. crocs i'd get like myself like laughed out of class oh no like, those are so comfortable I guess. Have you never had a pair? I would You're never. like Lori. Grant, have you ever worn a pair of Crocs? Yeah, I had. Uh, I got some when they first came out. Those like house ones with the fur inside. Oh, I have those too. Mm. Yeah, those ones. I don't have the straight plastic sweaters. So I call well, Brooke, you, Brooke, Brooke was wearing a cute pair I know. that was like skinny and like cute. chic. Yeah, they're chic. Okay, so you were at the mall yesterday. They were having their thirtieth um, anniversary. Not the Mall of America. I was oh, you're in. All right, fine. But I'm I like because everyone got a cupcake. What? I, I mean, they had. I think they had a, they had a huge celebration. <gasps> I mean, it's kind of wild. Someone placed something on there about thirty years at the mall and the difference, and they showed a flashback when In Sync came there to sign autographs and perform. The rotunda and then in the rotunda, there were like twenty thousand people in the rotunda for In Sync. I mean. I don't know if they were your jam, but they were mine. You well, might have been too young. No, no, I love it. But I was a scene yesterday, and Grant had me singing, um, It's all at the mall. Do you remember? And then mall was, of America. It's a place a, for, for fun, fun in, in your life. life. Mall of America. Yeah, I was go. in my head all day. Um, Me too, actually. And the commercials they had, that commercial where they're elaborately like running around oh, the mall yeah. having a blast. And they got the people who shot the guns off at the Mall of America. They, they did. arrested them yesterday. In Chicago, outside of a, yep. ba- a barber shop, yep. I believe. So that's good news. Yeah. I lived my teens, my whole teen. We, when we were underage. That's where so I took my kids. When we were six, when we weren't 16 yet, uh-huh. it was illegal to like be in the mall area. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. But the rule, was, yeah. the rule was, the rule was, you just don't go to the corner stores because that's where they like exactly gatekeep. So when you're like 14 and 15, you'd have to just stay in the center of the mall. You guys are the same area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And when I was doing it, I was just, I took my kids, I walked my babies there because that would be where you could walk in the winter. Absolutely. Walk, 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 walk. And then we went on Camp Snoopy. Oh, that was was, everything. It was everything. It was so fun. Okay. Well, we have so much to get to today. Yeah. Um, We're going to take a quick break. Brittany's in for Lori. Um, And we're going to come back with stories, stories you can't get enough of. Let's just come on in here. I accidentally pushed a button I should not have. All right, so the button a, that says bam. Yeah, the button that says wrap up. So we're going to have to hey, wrap. Hey, you know what, Grant? Diaper that booty. Diaper that booty. Oh, is that your new st- I'm working on catchphrases this is as a Colleen, new mom. Colleen from Colleen and Bradley sent us a couple things. The kids are super into cracks. Her, she had the best line on their show today. They were talking and... um. Um, you know, anti-lawyer, you know, what's that segment called? I listen every damn day at 1230. Oh, the, um, uh, where they do celebrity blind items. So she said something because there was a story about um, Robin Thicke and Alan Thicke. And, and what was her line? She said something like, um, everyone always remembers, you always remember your first thick. <laughs> And I just went on quiet. No one reacted to it. And I was laughing so hard in the car. And so I'm, I'm telling, you know, my car text Colleen. And so I, so I just said the line and then the person who reads it back to you before you send it said, you, you always remember your first sick. And I'm, so I'm like, damn, I missed it. You know, cause my car wouldn't, wouldn't listen right. Okay. So very, very cool thing happened last night for baseball fans and field of dreams lovers and um, the Field of Dreams game was played last night between the Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. Yes, yep. in um, Iowa, yeah. and and my friend drove down there with her friend because he works for Fox. Yeah, and um, she was just talking how beautiful it was oh, and everything. And the scenery around there—it's in Dryersville, Iowa. It's right next to this where they filmed the house from the movie Field of Dreams. Right, and they, they built this baseball park there, which I just learned—the baseball park that they built to play this game on. Because of the tie to the White Sox, the Field of Dreams was about the original Black Sox who were expelled from baseball because they cheated back in 1908. To lose the World Series. To lose the World Series. They yes. wanted to fold it so they were betting because they were betting they wanted yes. to get some money. Yep. I did not know this, but I just found out recently that the ballpark was constructed to resemble Kaminsky Park, where the White Sox played from like 1910 to 1980. It's still there, but it's a different name and it's been remodeled. And the outfield dimensions are the same as Kaminsky Park, where that team had played. Yeah, so there's actually. It's giving me goosebumps. Yeah, the field itself has a tie to the team that the movie was made about. Okay. Which is kind of cool. So Grant yes. has something special for us. So they did this really cool thing, and I want to play a few guys. I also posted it to our show page. But as the um, game was beginning against the between the Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds, now the uh, Cincinnati Reds lost to the Cubs four to two. They did this really cool thing. They did two cool things. Now the that's Cin- cool because the Cubs were losing, so they came back. Huh? Yes, okay. yes. So now the thing that that's really cool is they did two version. They did two things to honor the movie in a different way. One was they had Ken Griffey Jr. Come out on the field with his father, Ken Griffey Jr. Sr., and they played catch just like Kevin Costner did with his father in Field of Dreams. Now, if you don't know the history behind that, Ken Griffey Jr. actually got to play baseball with his father, Ken Griffey Sr. So that was one cool thing. Now, the other cool thing was they did a little montage to pay tribute to Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta played Shoeless Joe Jackson in the movie Field of Dreams alongside Kevin Costner. Mm. And you know how we all love Kevin Costner on the show. I mean, I've got goosebumps just thinking about what we're going to play for you right here. They did about a minute and a half long montage, and I'll let let it do it, but Kevin Costner pays tribute to Ray Liotta. Just listen to this. It is pretty cool, and you can watch it on the Laurie and Julia show page as well. Just across the way in the middle of that corn, 
and what a scene, what a setting where baseball should be played. And, of course, that movie, Ray Liotta, a huge part of it. He sadly passed away at the age of 67 this past May, but he became a household name with his role as Shoeless Joe Jackson in, of course, Fuel the Dreams. His co-star, Kevin Costner, and he took time to reflect on a magical moment in time that they spent together. Field of Dreams is about belief in those rare moments when magic becomes real. And it doesn't work unless Shoeless Joe is worth the wait, unless he's special. And Ray Liotta was special. And I just love this game. How to play for food money. It was a game. The sounds, the smells. When Ray died back in May, I reminisced about how our batting practice moment together was not a stunt. It was real, and it happened as you saw it. He almost hit some. Yeah, yeah, you can hit the curveball. <laughs> I said that God gave us that stunt that night, and now God has Ray. And though he may be gone, that's the beauty of a game like baseball and a movie like Field of Dreams. He gets to live forever in our hearts whenever he steps out of that cornfield. He's become eternal. Long live Shoeless Joe and long live Ray, who helped show us that when dreams come from the heart, they really can come true. I mean... Okay, I just want to tear up. <laughs> I, I, I I'm his, a little bit. His voice is okay. like butter, like cutting through warm butter. That's I mean, what his voice is. Is this like. what it also makes you think of a little Kevin, bit? how are you? Hi, Julia. It's, oh, say that again. Hi, Julia. <laughs> I wanted to meet you forever. It's so nice of you to come in the studio. Do you mind if I sit on your lap? <laughs> <laughs> Cozy up, girl. So inappropriate it today, so but I didn't care. Yeah. Oh, but he has, his voice is butter. I mean, it there's, is. And, and when, you know, Field of Dreams is about that rare moment when, um, when rare moments become reality. And he yeah. just, everything, you just... You wish you could say those words and be that eloquent. I'm sure he's lovely. I think that in lieu of a casket or doing anything for me, will you just pay him to say like four lines about me when I die? Like, Brittany, she she was loud. And that's okay. And she was, we turned on your microphone. (laughs) (laughs) That's always been the rule here when you come in. Brittany's so loud. Just turn down her mic. We always, we pod you down, honey. They barely can hear you. They just hear me. I'm sure he felt these same hurdles. Uh, No, he's lovely. I mean, isn't it? And and so Ray Liotta, you know, Lori and I just finished Blackbird, which he plays um, a cop who's crooked, an ex-cop who's crooked. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And mm-hmm. um, um, he looks really rough, you know, but that's how he's supposed to look. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And he had had a stroke on the TV show, you mm-hmm. know, in the show. Um, not in real life, but it was just... He was so young when they made this, and Kevin Costner was so young. Yeah, you watch this, and it's just the two of them are just, yeah, they look like the spitting image of what we all remember him from back in the day, you know, and it's, but Kevin Costner hasn't aged much, though. He looks pretty dang good. No, he really does, and I'm thinking about, we're making a movie. I know you are. And in the rare moments when (laughs) (laughs) we got to get someone to narrate. become reality. How do we get Kevin Costner to narrate? narrate? Can movie. we just take Maybe it's all just of- a silent <gasps> movie no, and we no. just plug in different words. Yeah, like we can grab it out from of- his interviews and make like a whole sentence like, I went to the mall today. <laughs> like we can when, grab it. Wouldn't that be so funny? Right, that would be funny. I mean, a lot Pretty of work. sure illegal though. Like, Probably. I think, I think it's illegal to like, manipulate people's voices to say We're things. not going to tell anyone that. Yeah, well, this, we're small enough. Nobody's, you know, it's, it's for, the, for the fans, right? It's for the fans. But like there's something about the magic of a movie, the sound. Yeah. The picture, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and what they've the, done—it's amazing. We don't have this talent. Brittany. Why are you so? Wor- you and Lori are so worried about you guys are going to kill it. You're going to be. Yeah, we're going to. Do you realize that ours is going to be so fun because it's going to be so weird? It's going to be so much fun. It's oh, going to be a blast. You're so lovely. We're going to have a blast. But I want to do a couple quick things. Yes, you got please. a minute before traffic. Yes. There's some fun things about the movie Field of Dreams that were brought to my attention. Now, okay, this is kind of cool. Did you know this? That Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. We're both extras as kids in the movie Field of Dreams. I didn't. That serious? was one of their. Okay, that's a good one. Isn't that kind of cool? So, and also, now this is interesting. They based the filming of the movie obviously on the timing of the year for the height of the grass, so they could only and the f- corn and the corn exactly, not the corn, corn the grass, yes. the corn. And that's actually screwed up one of Kevin Costner's other movies. And so, Field of Dreams paid another studio money to delay that movie so that they could film this one at the right time of the I year. I love that. That's kind of cool too. Now, this is the most famous quote from Field of Dreams. Let's see if you get it right because it's always misquoted if you build it follow finish that if you build it they will will come come. you said what they will come what did she say he said he she's right if you build it he will come because Because he's just a lot as kids they were waiting for his father but but everybody says if you build it they will come i myself do that from time all right so now we know yeah so that kind of fun stuff there yeah yeah yeah, this is post malone and doja cat and post malone's documentary is is gonna be on some streaming service tonight oh really if you want to watch it yes you know i'm getting ready for the big september 11th post malone show mm. that i'm taking my boys to yeah you're pretty that's a cool mom move right there it was i was cooler. trying to do something lovely and they said do we have to go with you <laughs> <laughs> oh, thing one thing two come now, on now they're teased they are kidding you know, know they are yeah. big jokers um but the other thing they're like mom it's the same day of the Vikings Packers game. Oh gosh! So I didn't know that. Oh, so I was just like, oh no! And that's I, week one. Yeah, that's I, first week. I know. But but hey, isn't the concert at night? Right? Yeah, yeah games see, in the day. Perfect. Watch the yeah. game. Go to a concert. Be yeah. a good day. I think it'll be a great day. Okay. Yeah. So sad news. Um, Anne Hayes has passed away at fifty three. She was in that car accident where she drove into the house and it burst into flames and and um. Was in the car for a long time and um, has, you know, we got different information all week, but basically she has not come out of a coma and she was announced brain dead. 
And they have been keeping her alive because they were wanted to harvest her organs and see which ones would work, mm-hmm. you know, for other people because that was something that... Are you guys organ donors? Do you have that on your cart? I think so. I, every time you have to re yeah. it. it. And I, I want to say I, I I've always say done too, it. Yeah, yeah me yep, too. Yep. yep. But the most important thing is you make sure your family knows. Yes. Yes. Because they can still you, you deny, it. deny it and you just make sure that you let them know that's your wishes. That's yes. your, Oh, that's a good point. That's mm-hmm. a good point. So this morning, um, she hadn't passed away yet, but this is a little bit about... You know, Anne Heche, the actress, and her background. Oh, okay. So I'm going to... Fa- well, this is... So the beginning of it talks about a little bit about what happened, okay. a little bit about the organs, and then it goes into what okay. she's done. All Sorry. Right. That's Just okay. where I cued it Perfect. up. Heche never regained consciousness after being pulled from the fiery wreckage, suffering burns and what doctors described as a significant pulmonary injury, forcing her to breathe with a ventilator. Heche's injuries will most likely prove to be fatal. Good In chance. a statement, her family says it has long been her choice to donate her organs, and she's being kept on life support to determine if any are viable. Hey, I'm here with somebody. You remember him? He came in with me. In her movie career, Haitia's star shone most brightly in the 90s, starring in hit movies like Six Days, Seven Nights, Donnie Brasco, and Wag the Dog. It was also in the 90s that we followed her very public relationship with Ellen DeGeneres. After their breakup in 2000, she married camera operator Coleman LaFoon. After their divorce, she entered a decade-long relationship with actor James Tupper. I mean, just look around. People are celebrating each other and the human experience. The mother of two was candid about her personal troubles. In her 2001 memoir, Call Me Crazy, she wrote of her lifelong struggles with mental health and a childhood of abuse by her father. Anne Heche turned 53 in May. She continued to have an active film and TV career, and according to IMDb, she has six projects either completed or in post-production right now, and another that was about to start. Oh, and this is the one, this is the one. You know, she was, she had smoke insulation, she had lung injury. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, but here's something that was really sad. So, she has two boys. Mm-hmm. She had one with her first husband, Corey um, Lafoon who was a cameraman, and then she had another one with her second... I don't think they ever got married. His name was... Um, they met on one... Uh, the the tree one. What was the tree show? In the tree or something. James Tupper. Mm-hmm. You'll recognize him. He was in Big Little Lies. Okay. He was um, the lover of... The ex-lover of Reese Witherspoon, the ex-husband of Reese Witherspoon. Oh, yeah, he... Yes. Okay, yep, totally yeah, men, right. Was it Men in the Trees? Men no. in the Trees, Men in Trees, Men yes. in Trees, Men in Trees. They met on that when she was, yeah. That was from 2006. He's just, yeah. He's, he's very cute, very gore. Like, he's got a gorgeous look. Yeah, though. he is. And those guys got divorced in 2017. So this is the sad one. So she has two boys, one with each of these gentlemen, and one, um, Homer, the oldest, is 20, and Atlas is 13. And Aww. so this is this is Homer's statement today. And along with his younger brother. Today, my brother Atlas and I lost our mom. After six days of unbelievable emotional swings, I am left with deep, wordless sadness. Hopefully my mom is free from pain and beginning to explore what I like to imagine is her eternal freedom. Aww. Over those six days, thousands of friends, family, and fans have made their hearts known to me. I'm grateful for their love. And I am for the support of my dad, Corley, and my stepmom, Alexi, who continue to be my rocks during this time. Rest in peace, Mom. I love you, Homer. And she was interviewed. She was in this um, movie called Last Words, I think, in 2017. And someone, the interviewer said, well, what would your 
last words be or how do you want to be remembered? And she said, hopefully that I made my children happy and gave them a life of love. So, you know, it's commonly known now that we've known this over on and off. She's, she was abused as a child. She was from a family of five. Her father was a Baptist minister and molested her and just tragic, tragic, tragic. She was alienated from her mom because her mom thought she was lying. And I don't think they ever made friends. And I think a sister she was alienated from as well. But her struggles with drug and alcohol and mental illness, you know, just kind of would come and go. Yeah. And we saw a very public thing with uh, Anne, um, with um, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, and she just came out with her. She tweeted about it. Um, as you know, they as a dated. Passing. Yeah, they dated from 97 to 2000. Um, it was. Do you remember, too, they were talking about even getting married? Uh, in they, Vermont. Yeah, if they were saying that if Vermont legalized same-sex yes. marriage, that they would actually get married. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres tweeted, uh, this is a sad day. I'm sending Anne's children, family, and friends all of my love. It is a sad day. And her ex-husband, um, James Tupper, just said, um, I will love you forever with a broken heart on Instagram with a cute picture of her. You know, it's tragic. It's absolutely tragic. And something was going on in her life. And I think, you know, her son kind of said something, you know, hopefully my mom is free from pain and beginning to explore what I like to imagine is her eternal freedom. And there was some stuff. She just struggled with it and it was hard for her. And I'm um, everyone who worked with her said she was absolutely delightful. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just a sad day. So I think I think there's something to be said, you know, with her son Homer talking about, I hope that she's free from pain, because obviously this woman was in a lot of pain. Right. And then and the woman whose house she ran into Mm -hmm. is struggling, too. I mean, she is so lucky she was in the backyard. I know. I mean, I mean, she was so lucky, lucky. And so she's kind of talking about how hard it is for her because she's nothing. Um, And obviously she's not. You know, she's still with us, but just kind of, I, I can't imagine. There's a lot of, it's, it's a, not it's not a simple, like, no. you know what I mean? Like, it always is a terrible feeling when things aren't simplistic. We were just mm-hmm. talking about this before the show. Like, it's like the English language needs more words because it's like you can't just pin, I can't say one thing's sad or one thing's whatever because there's so many mixed emotions right. with this. And so it's just hard. I mean, it's hard to process. That would be a good, that would be a good word. Yeah, someone come up with it. Yeah, work yeah. work on those work words. On those. It's, you can also be sad, but also there's other things attached. Right. And she was Anne Hayes. We're talking about who passed away today at 53. She was close friends with philanthropist Nancy Davis, who um, posted a memorial to her and said, "I knew Anne from New York in the 1990s. She started out playing twins, a good twin and a bad twin, on Another World soap opera." And that year she got the the young breakout soap opera Emmy of the year, star of the year. Um, and so she said in an, at 1997 at a Vanity Fair party, I and my friend Noah and actor Vince Vaughn introduced Anne to Ellen DeGeneres. It was if lightning struck. Over the years, whenever I saw Anne, she was delightful and fun and smart. She never caused harm to anyone and only wanted good things. This is a terrible tragedy. So sorry for kids and friends. She will be missed. And she said, heaven as a new angel, my kind, love, fun, endearing, and beautiful friend, Anne Hayes, went to heaven. I'll miss her terribly. Oh, all right, done. Done. Enough. It's sad. Sad, sad, sad. It's very, very yeah. sad. Sad, yeah. sad, sad. Now when we come back, 
someone is uh, branching out and going on to exciting things, and we're going to talk about mm. this person when we come back on the Lori and Julia show. That's John Baptiste, formerly of the Stephen Colbert show. That's the song Freedom. He won an Emmy, uh, not an Emmy, be funny to win an Emmy for an album. A Grammy. <laughs> A Grammy for that, for best album. Last year at the Grammys, um, he has been the band leader since Stephen Colbert launched his show in 2015. Mm-hmm. And he always had this this style, like he wore wild suits. He had these long skinny legs and these big long feet. And he always could move his body like like he was rubber, like a Gumby. I mean, the way he moves <laughs> is so smooth. And this video is so happy. Oh, really? If you just want to be happy, it's posted on our show page. What's but the name of the song? It's Freedom. 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 And so here's a little bit on the CBS Morning Show. They were talking about his departure. We have been actually so lucky to have a front row seat to John's incredible talent for the past seven years. And will we miss him here? Yeah! That is what he does. That's how he does it, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, but wait, hold on. I know we're saying that we're going to miss John Baptiste, but Louis Cato, yeah. who's been there also from the beginning and who filled in for Doing John great job. this summer, he's going to officially take on the role of band leader September 6th. Cato has been with the band, as we said, since 2015, uh, since Colbert's debut in 2015. Yeah. Um, and Gail, you spoke to John Baptiste like a couple of months ago, and you were trying to, like, <laughs> oh, so what are you going to be doing, John? I want to yeah, play him. Yeah, I want to play that. Happened. Yeah, let's play some of that because it's really good. Does Stephen Colbert need to look for a new band leader? (laughs) Does he need to take applications? Well, I do know this. Yesterday's price ain't today's price, Gil. (laughs) That's a fact. Let me just say, most people know when you you ask a question. Yeah, so anyway, so that's funny that she just asked him that, but he has been winning so much. He won um, an Oscar for the sound... um, the movie score for the movie Soul. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, it's really yes. cute. Yes. And it's done well. And he would always go, yeah, you know, like that. But he played, now we're fans of the nose flute here on this pro- very program. Um, fans would be an understatement. <laughs> Rocco gave me a nose flute for the gift of my child being born. Have, like, you, have you tried to use it? A million times. It, how hard is it to blow out of your so nose? So hard. And not at boogers. And I, you know, especially during <laughs> COVID times. Doesn't seem really appropriate to be blasting my nose particles all over the house. But, but I'm trying, Rocco. I'm trying. He used to play this instrument out of his mouth that you would think would be like a flute or recorder, but it had a keyboard on it. See if you can find What's the that name guy. of that. I have no idea, but it looks so funny. So he's playing out of his mouth and it's a mini piano out of his mouth. And I'm like, and he just had such, he always was happy and lovely and he's done so much. He is married to a woman, um, whose name both of us, um, don't want to, don't want to get wrong. Do we grant her no. name? I mean, I just Googled piano flute. Is I got, well, I've got John Batista serenades with the Macaladia. Is that what it's a piano flute? This is him. It's, he's literally playing electric c- keyboard out of his mouth. Yeah. It's so wild. So look at these men intrigue me who play funny instruments out of their you're, nose and mouth. You're fascinating. There's got to be something. It we all could started trace with the back. kazoo. We could trace it back to birth. Oh, it's the kazoo that we all had back in the 70s. And We're would forced play. to learn. Oh, no. Oh, when the saints 
Go marching, marching in. in. Oh, in the Saints go hot marching cross in. Hot cross buns. Remember that yeah. one? Yeah, hot, hot cross, cross buns. Oh, yeah, on the record. Uh. There you go. Yep. But his wife, um, he's married to journalist and author Saluka Jawad. Jawad? Jawad, yeah. Jawad, pretty close. That was close, yeah. And they um, were married recently. They've been together a long time, and she has cancer. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue. And you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. And so I think that's why he had the summer off to spend time with her. It came back. And so I don't know what's going on with that, but they're so cute together. He's Aww. just, he seems like one of those great guys. I, I will miss him because he's always happy in the corner. He seems you know? delightful. And yeah. this other guy that they um, mentioned that's, that's going to be him? Louis Cato, mm-hmm. he's a big deal. He's produced records from Raya Carey, all these other people. So I just kind of always like the interaction on a late night talk show with their person. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, Guillermo is Jimmy Kimmel's. Yeah. Well, I think they have a house band. He never really interacts with them. It's always Guillermo. And um, Does Colbert interact quite a bit with him? John Baptiste, he yeah. did. He did. I haven't watched it. I haven't been watching a lot of a lot. But I do know that Questlove, who is Jimmy Fallon's yeah. band leader... Here's something that he said he's doing. Um, this is a headline today. He bought a farm to prepare for the apocalypse. Oh, neat. And Questlove, he had that great movie that came out. Um, oh, yeah. They uh, they advertised that during yes. the Oscars. Yes. Um, I forget the name sights of it. Sights but... and Sounds and Sights or something. Yeah. And it's supposed to be fantastic. It's a documentary. I could have done this work ahead of time, but you wouldn't stop talking to me, Brittany. Oh, sorry. My bad um, when I was helping you do I your know. paperwork. Summer, it was Summer of Soul. Summer of Soul, which is supposed to be great. Yeah. Um, so he said during the, um, pandemic, you know, lockdown years, he was stranded in a penthouse in New York and absolutely hated it. It looked dreadful for those people in New York. And Isn't that wild? For those it's the people. first time in my life I go, I'm so thankful I don't live in a big city. Like, oh, oh it looked, te- I mean, it looked terrible. I mean, I'm there so was an glad- exodus yeah, leaving New York for sure. I mean, I know it's coming back and I, I know, know it'll so be many just people fine. Whose kids are moving there. But yeah, uh, you know, maybe this will level set some real estate price Mm-mm. in there. They're going up. Of They're going up. They of no. course they are. Of course they are. Everything's going up. So anyway, he, here's his quote. He just said that um, he bought an eight acre farm to create a safe haven for his family. Because you can imagine being pent up in a penthouse. Oh, you'd go you go nuts. Oh, and yeah. not having a yard. And you have to remember too. Fresh air. Yeah, you have to remember too is like their streets were so packed with people or like closed off. You know, they had all these like rules with stuff. You, it's not like you can around here where you could go sit outside. Right. We, there are so many rules there. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. So he is apparently, he's very happy. He's building his own version of Noah's Ark on his... <laughs> this is Quest Love. On his farm, My Dream Place. 
that in case something happens. And you say what state this is in, or is he even saying where it's at? Uh, eight Acre Farm. It doesn't say. I wonder if it's upstate New York. I don't know. But I mean, I can see where you would just want an extreme. You'd yeah. want to get into open air and open spaces. Now, the headline that's right above this that is so such a left turn and a 360 what? spin, blindfolded, I want you to react to Grant. And I've been waiting to ask you this. Tom Brady is taking time away from practice to deal with some personal things. Oh, that's funny. I was going to bring this top of. Um, oh, okay. What does this mean? Uh, there's the, the biggest thing that I can potentially tie it to was maybe that he, because he was also gone prior to this for a little bit of time. What um, do you mean when he retired? No, just uh, last week, I believe it was. Oh, over he, the. And we didn't hear about it, but he was gone also for about a week prior uh, last week and nobody really knew about it but at that time was when the Miami Dolphins were putting out this whole there's an investigation into how they were trying to recruit Tom yes, Brady yes 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 and so some people were speculating maybe that was part of the reason why he stepped away was to kind of keep out of the limelight with that so people wouldn't ask some questions but i don't know if i'm going to take down the road of Lori there might be something going on at home you know you think Giselle's sick of him playing Maybe, but that I think would have they already would, happened. I was going to say they would have had that conversation. So my biggest thing is it's got to be tied to this investigation to the Miami Dolphins, which is done and over. So that really is kind of a lame thing to tie it to. But yeah, either that they are they're giving no reason why he just needs personal time. He won't be back until after their first preseason game. So he's not even going to be on the sidelines this Sunday for their preseason game. Is Kirk Cousins going to be on ours? I don't know. I don't think so. No, no. <laughs> well, he left practice with illness, I think, yesterday. Yeah, I know. Oh, he has COVID. Yeah, that's Does it. he have COVID? I think so. Okay. Yeah, he just tested positive. So, And it feels like some people, this this strain, strain oh, yeah. it either affects you or it doesn't. It got me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it got you, Grant. got yep. me big. But yeah, I just, uh, I'm wondering. I'm, I'm really curious what's going to happen with this because it's personal reasons, but you're right. He would have tied that up with her. No question before oh, this. The whole dynamic of him retiring, not retiring, all that stuff. She knew. I mean, I she honestly, I feel like I would kill him. Oh, I would too. I would kill him. I would Because concussions are real. Concussions are real. Also, like, when you're going to stop, Mr. Brady? Mm-hmm. When are you going to come take when care the of these children? When is the going <laughs> calm down? Well, you know, because you know that she's been told a million times, once this season ends, I can do this, or once this and that. I mean, my relationship... I would kill him. You would. And that's why I'm not married to Tom Brady. (laughs) Okay, well, that's the only reason. I I know, because I'm sure he wanted to marry you. Mm -hmm. But then you have a new baby. And that's like, wouldn't that be, could you imagine? It's all about Tom Brady all the time, always in that house. It has to be. I I think that would be horrible. I agree. But it's all about you and your house, isn't it? Well, it's all about, well, go, go. (laughs) Go, go. A little go, go. Which is an extension of me. So, yes. Um, side note, we are going to be talking in the next break. I do have your yearbook here and I've combed through the comments and there are some very interesting things. A common theme. I'm just going to give you this is the river and we're going to have to find out what was, was the river a thing, a place? Was it we a feeling? Had to, we had to bring in a flashback picture and I didn't have time to go through my pictures. So I grabbed a bunch of old yearbooks and brought them in. And I've been reading these. Grant, you're going to die. They're I, uh, amazing. Also, I did read- you have friends? Because there's literally somebody who's saying out they're not your friends <laughs> of this. We're going to go through that next here at My Talk 1071.